The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Paydar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Hey, Liz, are you ready? Jody, I'm totally ready. I'm so psyched. Let's get radical. So I guess today we're talking about a fun subject, which is customers, right? And communication. Customer communications. I know. It's really important. And, you know, I feel like it's a topic that definitely needs to be more finessed due to, you know, all the advancing technology that that's out there right now, right? And I don't think people talk about customer communications the way they should because I think everybody like thinks about customer service and right. I don't think customer service is customer communications. I think there's like, they're kind of the same, but they're kind of different. And I don't think like the regular world has figured out that there's a difference there and that, you know, it's really, or it, it's holistic in how your whole company approaches com- customer communications and what's important and it's not just customer support right so i mean what do you feel like is the difference between customer communications and customer service well i think it's about putting your customer um at kind of the center of whatever you do mm-hmm. and then making sure all your communications are on point and congruent to how you want to treat that customer and it depends on like how do you email them how do you talk to them? How do you engage with them on social media? Mm-hmm. Um, how do they experience your website? It's all of that stuff put together. And I think in most companies today, it's just an afterthought. It's like, oh, I was polite. Right. So it's really more about the experience that you're creating for your customer. Absolutely. And yeah. and putting thought into that experience and not just letting it happen after the fact because you have like employees who are nice. <laughs> right. And you, so you really need some forward thinking and some planning here because you really want to think about all the different touch points and all the different ways your customer is going to interact with you. And it has to be consistent, right, to your brand, which is what we've talked about numerous times before. So I'm really psyched to hear um, about more of our guest, which I know who, who I know you're going to introduce because you guys have a relationship and she is all about customer communications. Absolutely. So I've actually known our guest, Casey Bain, for like five or six years now. And I originally met her when she was at FreshBooks and then she was at Cashew. But now she has a really cool job and she heads up customer communications at Olark Live Chat, the most beautiful and effective way to talk to your customers. And what it is, is it's like, and I'm going to have Casey explain it, but I think it's like the little chat box that pops up 
when you're on a website. Um, and then she has over a decade of marketing experience. She built accountant channels at both FreshBooks and Cashew, and she's uh, top 40 under 40 from the CPA Practice Advisor. Uh, and she's always running a marathon. So um, without much further ado, I'm going to introduce Casey, and I'm so glad you could join us today, Casey, on our show. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jody, and thanks, Liz, for having me today. I'm really happy to be here. Awesome. awesome. And I have Welcome. to tell you, Casey is one of my favorite people. She is one of the people that whenever you're in a room, like she is just this ball of energy and she's always like smiling and, and she's got this awesome curly hair and she's always just like this, this, this ball of happiness when you walk into a room. So if, if there could be anyone who could like really communicate with a customer, I would think it would be Casey. Oh, thank you, Jody. I don't think I could ask for a better intro than that. <laughs> That's fantastic. And so how did you actually get into customer communications? Like how, how did you, how did your journey begin, Casey? Yeah. So um, I started out working in um, software um, just over 10 years ago. So I was working for uh, an engineering uh, software company um, doing marketing there. And that was back when we really started to embrace uh, marketing automation software and CRMs and all of that kind of stuff was really kind of uh, starting to bubble up. So it was a great opportunity for me to decide as a company, okay, how are we going to communicate with our customers and how are we going to change kind of the the old, more traditional sales methods and how could we use some of these new technologies that are coming out to talk to our customers in a way that they want to, that they want to communicate with us. Because it's not always easy, you know, to get everybody out to uh, a hotel boardroom and show them a demo. There's things like we started doing webinars and all kinds of uh, email marketing and uh, different online campaigns. So that's really where it started. Um, and then from there, um, I've always been uh, a bit of a numbers geek. So I ended up uh, working at FreshBooks and really developing their accountant channel. And that's where I got to meet Jody and really just get uh, so involved in the, in the world of accountants and also working with small business owners and freelancers and really understanding that market um, about how to help people run their business better, whether they're accountant, unaccountant, whether they're, you know, a freelancer doing their own thing or an ad agency or really anything in between. So I've been very lucky to be able to do that um, in the accounting industry. And now at Olark Live Chat, where, um, as uh, Jody mentioned, I head up customer communications. And really what that means is I get to talk to our customers all the time and figure out, um, you know, what do they need from us and how do I make sure that they have what they need to be successful, not only with the product, but how can Olark help other areas of their business and really how can we help make their lives better? And so does our Olark work with, in, across a variety of industries? Because it sounds like a lot of your background has been in accounting. So so are you now working in a more, like with businesses of all in all industries? Yeah, that's the great thing is that we have customers across a huge variety of industries. So everything from, you know, other tech companies to lots of e-commerce and uh, retailers, which is a new industry for me, but it's really exciting to see, especially at this time of year as they're kind of gearing up for, uh, you know, Black Friday and all that kind of stuff to see how we can help them, um, you know, better serve their customers and do more sales. But uh, yeah, a wide variety of industries, kind of that whole uh, small and medium-sized business market. 
Right. And Olark seems like such a cool company because I was actually on on your website and it was just like all these fun titles and seemed like very diverse and young uh, staff. And so is that fun? Is it a fun workplace to, to work? It is. It is great. Um, I am. Uh, I can't say enough uh, good things about uh, the culture at Olark. One of the neat things is that our company is completely remote. So um, mm. I'm working. Yeah, I'm uh, at a co-working space up here in Vancouver, but we have people across North America. Uh, we have a few people in Scotland, in Brazil. So definitely a worldwide organization, and it's great to work with people who are really passionate about what they do and the best at what they do, no matter where they're located. Um, and the great thing is, too, uh, we definitely communicate a lot, not only because it's our product, but also because that's really how you can be effective and really kind of maintain that that fun culture and that sense of teamwork when you're working with a remote team. So lots of video calls and all of that kind of stuff. And once a year, they actually, um, this year we were in uh, just, outside of Denver. They flew in all of us from wherever you were, as well as your families, because that's, uh, you know, they have your back when uh, when you're working those long hours. Um, mm-hmm. And they flew us out for a week, and we did some team building and lots of, you know, hikes and horse, horseback riding and all kinds of just really great things to help bring our team together and really kind of foster that culture. And, uh, you know, it's great to work for a company that doesn't only have, you know, some great values on the website, but uh, we actually live those values every day. So, uh, yeah, I can't, can't say enough good things about the team <laughs> that I get to work with. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So I'm just, I'm curious. So, you know, obviously technology has like changed the face of how, you know, the sales process, you know, works. Um, mm-hmm. how, what, have, what, what have you seen, like, especially in working at a company that provides, you know, a live chat box, you know, for companies, you know, what, what, I guess, how has technology changed the sales cycle? I'll stop there. Cause I know that's a big question. <laughs> yeah. And it's been, it's been an interesting uh, journey for us as well at Olark because originally when we started, our customers mainly used um, live chat for customer support. Um, which is still an important part of, you know, what, uh, what the technology allows you to do. But um, then kind of over the years, we found a lot of our customers were starting to use chat as, um, you know, lead generators or as uh, kind of early in the sales process because you do have so many people coming to your website and a lot of those people will have questions and not necessarily want to pick up the phone and call because they don't, you know, necessarily um, – you know, like talking on the phone or they're afraid they're going to get, you know, hard uh, sales hits. But to be able mm-hmm. to just, you know, click on a button and have that conversation and have that personal conversation with a real person who can say, you know what, um, like we'll give uh, all kinds of recommendations about, you know, if people are, what other software they're using, how they could best use Olark. But uh, even for our customers, uh, especially for those online retailers to say things like, um, you know, I'm trying to decide between, you know, a size small and a medium, which one, which one would fit me. Those kind of questions where you're just uh, kind of doing more proactive support so that you're able to answer the questions that your customers have ahead of time so that you really are able to make the whole sales process and really the whole customer experience a much more positive experience right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just so amazing to me. Like, too, how they even know you're there, right? Like, sometimes like, mm-hmm. you feel like they're stalking you. Like, you, you <laughs> land on the website, and you're browsing, and you think you're shopping, and then, like, someone pops up, and they're like, hey, can I help you? 
Yeah, it's really neat what you're able to do because um, all of that kind of information is there. A lot of uh, a lot of businesses already use tools like Google Analytics and that kind of stuff. So being able to take that insight and know, you know, geographically where are your customers and, uh, you know, there's all kinds of cool stuff that you could learn about them so that when you are talking to them, you're able to have conversations that are more focused and more relevant to your customers. Right, right, right. And so do you feel like is is the is the is the chat box like a part of support like say they want they people are using it for support. Do you feel like more businesses are getting rid of their phones and are just using that as a way for support or is it just sort of a complement to other ways of communicating? Yeah, so um, definitely a combination, but we're finding more and more um, phone support is, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of work to staff and it can get pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving towards something like live chat is a great opportunity to still have those real-time conversations, but um, without kind of the overhead of, uh, you know, having a, a whole call structure set up. And especially I find in the market now, even, you know, when we compare numbers from our customers, a lot of people prefer to just, you know, type out type out their question or that kind of thing. And it's neat, too, because you can see what your customers are seeing and what page they're on on your website so that you're really able to answer those questions a little bit better than, um, you know, having somebody try and describe what it is they're looking at. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I you can do screen shares and and that kind of thing. Yeah, if you have permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's well, like a lot. Yeah, go on. I was gonna say I think too it depends on like your customer, right? Where like the next gen doesn't want to talk to anyone, right? They yeah <laughs> they want to they want to text my daughter. She doesn't want to talk to anyone. God forbid she pick up the phone. That would be like <laughs> the worst thing in the world. And she'll figure out a way to communicate electronically and not talk to someone. She'll like mm-hmm. do her best. So. I think it's interesting that like your technology is right where a lot of the demographic is too. Like, you know, it's meeting that um, customer's need who doesn't want to talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like recently, (laughs) earlier this year, we redesigned uh, our chat box for mobile um, to make it, you know, more user-friendly and that kind of thing. And that has had such a huge customer response. Um, it was one of those things where we think, okay, like, let's make it look better. That'll be, you know, a good thing to do. But uh, to see kind of the response that we've got from our customers, not only from them telling us how much, you know, they appreciate it, but also them telling us how much more their customers are using it, um, you know, mm. to be able to chat with them on their phone. And even we have things so that they can reply right from their phone so you're not tied to your desk kind of as the business owner either. Wow. So we're going to continue this conversation with Casey Bain uh, when we come back. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A. 
Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You're listening to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and we're here with Jody Paydar. And our guest today is Casey Bain. Uh, She heads up customer communications at Olark Live Chat. And we're talking about the chat boxes that pop up on on your screen if you're on a website that can offer support or answer questions. And so, um, Casey, so we were talking about the industries and that you guys work with a variety of industries across the board, which which totally makes sense. But I'm curious as to is there a particular kind of industry that – really chatbox have have totally taken off as compared and yeah. is there another industry that is like now emerging because they're now becoming hotter you know mm-hmm. so definitely the early adopters have been um in the tech world the SaaS companies and that kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, have really embraced it, especially because for a lot of those kind of companies, um, I mean, they're similar to what Olark does in that, you know, providing technology solutions for their customers. But um, they were definitely early adopters and really uh, that kind of model, especially the SaaS, like the the monthly subscription and that kind of thing, uh, really kind of embrace that self-serve model for their customers, especially when you're dealing with, you know, a lower price point. It's great to let your customers kind of find the information and not have to, you know, have your traditional sales process. So for those kind of tech companies, um, Olark has been uh, a great asset to their business and really um, helped us uh, kind of grow as a company and really develop the product in a way that, that best suits our needs, suits the needs of our customers. Um, in terms of what industry is a really kind of up and coming, I definitely have to say e-commerce. It is uh, it is unreal how, um, you know, many different e-commerce companies are popping up all around the world who are embracing um, Olark, especially kind of in that pre-sales process uh, when mm-hmm. customers are, you know, kind of looking around. It's really kind of similar to that, uh, you know, when you walk in a store and somebody asks if, if they can help you with anything. So it's kind of like that, although even allowing your customers to click on the button to chat 
where, um, you know, you don't uh, kind of approach them. You can let them see you right there and uh, ask you if they have a question or that kind of thing. So it's been really cool for those kind of businesses. Um, I have to tell you a a great story um, from one of my colleagues. Um, He rented his wedding tux from uh, a customer of ours called the Black Tux. And uh, he was traveling to uh, the location where their wedding was. And uh, sure, you can imagine how this story goes. He got there, and it turns out his suit is two sizes too small. So uh, he was able to launch. (laughs) (laughs) So a bit of panic. And, uh, of course, him trying not to uh, let his wife-to-be know that, um, you know, (laughs) might not have anything to wear. But um, he was able to jump on uh, the website for uh, the Black Tux and chat them uh, right away, especially at this point it was, you know, very early on a Saturday morning, and they were able to get him a new tux, so he was able to, you know, uh, wow. look very dashing, walking down the aisle. Yeah, oh so my God, that's awesome. To, yeah, not only, like, through the sales process, they were able to sell him and his whole, uh, all of his groomsmen, but, like, on the day of, they really came through and were able to solve the problem for him. Well, right. and I think that's what people are expecting now, right? That's yeah. the new level of customer experience that this whole online real-time transparency makes people expect. And if mm-hmm. you're not doing things like that, it's almost like you get dinged, whereas before, like this was someone who went above and above, beyond. But now I think that that above and beyond is now more of the norm. And people expect it, which makes you have to rethink these strategies because if everybody's expecting like that, then, you know, and you're not doing um, customer experiences like that, then you, you know, you are the one that your small business is going to lose. So it's Mm -hmm. it's interesting to see how the expectations have really changed in the digital marketplace and what people are expecting from digital retailers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we find that with chat all the time is uh, customers really expect to be able to get an answer right away, and they don't just want to, you know, leave you a message or send you an email. They want to be able to have that live conversation while this is top of mind for them, while they're trying to solve, you know, whatever problem it is that your business is helping them solve. But to really have that immediacy and to be able to kind of Mm -hmm. close the loop on the communications right away has just become, um, yeah, like you said, definitely a big customer expectation really a great opportunity for businesses, um, especially, you know, small businesses to be able to react quickly and take care of their customers. Well, and now you guys, now you, when I say you, meaning like the small businesses, now the small businesses can really compete with the Amazons of the world because they have access to reasonably priced tools to help the people who are buying from their websites to deliver on that experience and that sales process and everything else that, I would say, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, Amazon was able to offer, but nobody else. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And one of the things that we, uh, that is really important to what we do at Olark is uh, working with our partners and integrations so that not only can you, you use Olark on your website to chat with your customers, but you can actually hook that in with all of your other systems. So with your CRM system, with your help desk, mm-hmm. with your, you know, shopping cart software, so not only can you have a great, your customer has a great experience while they're talking to you on your website, but you're really able to continue that, that conversation and kind of keep everything about your customer in a single spot and have all of your different products talking to each other. And yeah, like you said, it's just, um, it's no longer just for, you know, big enterprise companies with, you know, giant custom solutions that take years to implement. 
I mean, this is the kind of stuff that you can set up in an afternoon and then have, you know, a really modern, well-run business to be able to communicate with your customers. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, you know, how do you track the chat box? You know, if I have a small business and I have a chat box and, you know, somebody goes to my website and, you know, it pops up and, and, you know, asks them, do you need some help? Hi, how are you? You know, and they close out of it. You know, is that information going to be captured? Like, will I know again if they come to the website, you know, again, or if they decide that they need some help? Like how, what information is being captured from from those boxes? Yeah, that is a great question. Um, and uh, definitely as a, uh, as a numbers nerd, this was a big thing for me as well. There are a lot of reports that we offer inside of Olark so that you're able to see, especially those kind of things, you can see if it's somebody's first time on your website or if they've been there before. So you're able to get that kind of information. Um, you can see, you know, what pages they visited. If they're hanging out on your pricing page for, you know, a few minutes, that might be a good opportunity for you to kind of start that conversation and ask if they, you know, might have any questions or, you know, that kind of thing, see what, uh, see what they need and how you can help them. But a lot of reports, not only so that you can see information about your customers, but you can also measure things internally. So you can see... Um, when customers are chatting with you, they can give you a review about how knowledgeable and friendly you were and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So be able to pull reports on that. You're able to even do some internal management as well. So if, uh, you know, if your team is being bombarded by chat, which is always a good problem to have, it might be time to you know, hire somebody else or you know, get some additional resources to help you out that way. So certainly a lot of reports. Um, covering everything from, you know, team management all the way through to lots of uh, customer insight. And so how does it, how do you staff that? Like, how do you, how many people do you need to actually staff a chat box? I mean, is somebody always on the other side of it? Is it automated? I mean, um, how does that work exactly? Yeah, so um, the way that, uh, the way that we uh, have set things up um at Olark is that, uh, so for those of us who are, um, you know, newer, and one of the things that we do at Olark is when you start, everyone does uh, two weeks kind of intensive training where you really learn how to be on frontline support. So um, everyone from, you know, senior level, all the, you know, C-suite all the way down to, uh, you know, developers or support people, everybody uh, does these two weeks of training. So at that point, it's a great way to learn um, not only how to use OLARC, but kind of get a better, not kind of, definitely get a better understanding um, of your customers. So that also gave me some insight about um, when customers are asking me the same question, how do they staff this? How, you, you know, how do they get started? Being able to speak to that from experience. So for when you're just getting started, we, um, you can set a maximum number of chats that you can handle at one time. So we usually mm-hmm. do about five, especially when you're just starting some of our uh, senior support folks can do a lot more than five. They are they are incredible. But um, what is like the master? What is like a master support person do? Like ten? I don't know. Um, I'm just curious. Yeah, because you can you can actually turn off the limit so that it doesn't even um, you know it it doesn't stop. Uh, and I know wow. we have a few people who have definitely uh, had some very busy chat days. But uh, my customer recommendation is five, because um, especially if you have some more technical questions, it can take some time to, to look into that. But what we do recommend and what a lot of our customers do is kind of set out, you know, a week or two to really do 
um, like a chat experiment. So to figure out, okay, you know what, I'm going to dedicate this week to uh, figuring out how to work chat for my business. So I'm going to be on chat every day from, you know, 9 to 5 or whatever hours you want to pick. Um, you can set offline hours in OLARC as well. Or you can have things, you know, go to your phone um, after hours if you're the business owner and kind of want to be more involved. But you can set those parameters so that um, when you're not there, people can, you know, leave you an email or that kind of thing. But um, the, the best way is really to, to try it out for a few days and see, okay, what um, not only how many visitors are you getting to your website, but how engaged are they? And that also lets you test around, you know, you can customize the, the chat button and you can do all kinds of stuff where you do, you know, proactive chat. You can set all kinds of uh, really neat targeted chat rules. So if, if it's not something that you want to pop up on every page, um, you can set it so that on your pricing page it pops up or on your contact us page it pops up, whereas, you know, on your team page maybe it's just a button at the bottom. So a lot mm-hmm. of different options to really customize what works best, not only for your business from like a resource standpoint, but what, um, what is best for your customers and how do you best communicate with them and let them communicate with you. Wow. Yeah. And really what makes the most sense. So interesting. I, well, I have 10 mm-hmm. more questions, but we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with uh, Casey Bain. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. I'm Jody Paydar, and I'm here with Liz Gold, and um, we're talking to one of my favorite people who I've known for quite a while, Casey Bain. And uh, first, we have to give out a, a quick shout out to Avalara for sales tax and Intuit as well, because I think that it's like our official show where Intuit is now um, one of our sponsors. So that's Woo-hoo! pretty cool. And we're really thrilled that Intuit is sponsoring us for the next year. So you're going to be hearing from us for quite a while on <laughs> Let's Get Radical. Um, but I have been so engaged with um, just hearing all about what is so important to learning and understanding all about your customer in this online live chat environment. And so I want to talk a little bit about our financial underwear drawer. So Casey's going to be put in the hot seat a little bit um, and understanding <laughs> what small businesses, what metrics they should be looking towards um, for online engagement. Like what are some of the the hot online engagement metrics that they should be looking at, whether they be in chatting or in social media or in marketing and email responses. What, if you were a small business owner, Casey, what would be some of the engagement metrics that you think are important that small businesses should um, be looking towards? So this is a great question. And uh, I have to give a shout out to two of the tools I use a lot. Um, as, a, as a marketer, um, Google Analytics and HubSpot. So I have my Olark chat data um, flow through all over the place into uh, lots of different systems, which is great. But really being able to see, especially for the website, you want to know how many people are coming to your website and how long they're staying on your website. So things like the bounce rate, what pages are your most visited, those are really important because you want to make sure that people are not only clicking and jumping away, but staying with you while they're on your website. And from there, you really want to measure to make sure that people are clicking on your call to action button. So whether that's signing up for a free trial or filling out a form, that's another metric that I use quite a bit, especially uh, through HubSpot, which is uh, really easy to use. Um, if you're more technical, they, they also have some neat features where you can dig in a little bit more. But um, there's a lot of great information that I get from there. You know, when I put out a landing page, if I'm doing an ebook or a webinar or an in-person event, to be able to see, kind of starting from the beginning, when I send out the email, how many people open it, how many people click it. So your basic kind of uh, marketing metrics but also how many people go to the landing page, how many people fill out the form, and how many people attend the event. From there, you can go to the next step and see how many people, you know, signed up for a free trial and signed up for a paid account or who purchased your product. So really what you want to do is to be able to track the metrics kind of the whole way down. So you want to make your marketing and sales funnel for yourself as a, uh, a small business marketer and then kind of go through the steps and say, okay, what are the different touch points that my customer or my potential customer would engage with with me at and then go through each one and be able to see, you know, how you're doing, where do you lose a lot of customers, and then maybe, you know, if people are uh, clicking on your email and coming to the landing page but not filling it out, is your form too long, is the wording unclear, is there a disconnect between what you're saying in the email and what you're saying on the landing page, so to be able to put that really the whole story together is really great, not only to help me become a better marketer, but when I go to a meeting, you know, with my boss and with the CEO, to be able to say those kind of metrics really help tell a better marketing story and really show how marketing is making a big contribution to the organization. 
You know, I think those are all really good metrics. And I think that, um, you know, I think marketers, like, there's like this art and science to marketing, right? And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of small business owners don't necessarily realize the depth of the science of marketing, right? Because they think, oh, marketing's all like um, about taglines and promotion and communication and emails. But I know that there are a lot of small business owners that then kind of drop off and don't actually realize if what they sent out actually got opened or read or what kind of the follow through of it. And I think that's really good to talk about is because um, you you actually need some sort of data to make sure mm-hmm. that the marketing campaign you're running is actually working or not working. And um, yeah, and I think you did a really great job of explaining that. Yeah. And and I guess I'm going to take it to social media now because to me you are a social media rock star. Um, uh, you've you. always <laughs> been a, you've <laughs> always been a social media rock star. Do you want to tell us just a little bit about how you found social and like what what you like about social media and how that complements all this other stuff that you do? Yeah, I think social media is such an important part. Really, the way that I think about it is it's just another way to communicate with your customers or with people in your industry. Um, Just like you would meet people at a meetup or a networking event, just another way to be able to communicate with yourself um, or with your kind of market. Uh, The most important thing to me starting out is really to, to be authentic and to have fun with it. I think there's a, there's a tendency to be a little bit more corporate or a little bit more reserved, but really to be able to, you know, be yourself and be a real person, even, you know, even on the Internet, right? So uh, your customers are, are real people, and to be able to make connections with them um, and to, you know, talk about common interests that you have with them and not only, um, you know, post sales that your, your business is doing, but also to be able to see you know, what your customers are talking about and learn more about them, not only in a way that is directly tied to your business, but also, like, what other kinds of things are my customers interested in? Because maybe there's an opportunity there. So if a lot of, you know, if my customers are ad agencies and it turns out that a lot of ad agency people are really into rock climbing, like, maybe I can do something cool around that or maybe I can do an event that kind of... um, centers around that activity and invites all of them to it. But, uh, yeah, it's been great. Um, Jody. I know that's uh, one of the ways that we connected uh, many years back. But um, to be able to, you know, connect with people that you might not get to uh, communicate with, because really it makes your whole, your whole reach and your whole network um, international. So you're able to reach out to people all over the world. And also, it was great to be able to just, uh, you know, if somebody was doing something interesting and I didn't know them personally, it's a great way to kind of reach out and say, hey, you know what, I really admire that article that you put out. Like, I'd love to talk to you about it more. Or I'm working on this. Like, is there something that I can help you with, with what my business does and that kind of stuff? It's also been great, I have to say, um, for getting feedback about your product. So for um, anyone out there who does um, really any kind of product, whether it's uh, like an app online or a physical product, to be able to get product feedback from your potential customers, social media is a great way to reach out to those people. And uh, people are really receptive, and they want to be able to help you. And I think if you're, if you're genuine and you make sure that you're giving something of value, to be able to have those communications is just uh, so powerful. And you're really able to kind of – build up a community, and that way when you go to an event or when you go to a conference, 
Um, I remember uh, the first accounting conference that I went to, it felt like I had already, you know, 50 built-in friends who I'd never met before in person, but we had really connected online and be able to kind of um, talk about things that were going on in the industry and also get to know each other as people. So do you think all these communication channels are overwhelming at times, though, sometimes? So, like, you got, like, this live chat box, and you have social media, and you have email, and I know you're the communications goddess, right? But do you think that sometimes it can be, like, information overload for someone who's trying to manage a small business and trying to deal with all this influx of communications? And do you have any ideas on maybe uh, a helpful way to approach that kind of noise that's coming at them from all over? Yeah, that's definitely a valid concern, and I mean, you don't want to get overwhelmed by this stuff. Um, what I always recommend is pick a few channels or pick a few areas where your customers are, but also where you feel comfortable. So, um, you know, we're not, uh, like, I don't uh, advertise our business on Snapchat or anything like that just because it's not my, um, my personal forte. So find areas that you're comfortable with because you want to be able to have a communication um, strategy for that area, and you want to also, you know, make it some, you don't want to make it uh, just another tour that you have to do. So if you really like being on Twitter, you really like being, you know, in LinkedIn groups or on Instagram, like pick those areas um, and be able to do that. I also have to give give a shout out for marketing automation systems, because that'll also help um, streamline some of your processes. So uh, although personal conversations are always, always the best. But things where you're just, you know, posting out your latest blog post um, with tools like HubSpot and other marketing automation tools, you can have it so that it automatically, you know, posts to Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. So that's saving you, you know, a few minutes here and there. But um, especially as a small business owner, those few minutes add up. Well, and also, I mean, I think also when you have that kind of automation, it takes away the brain, like it gives you more psychic space because you're like, okay, where did I post that? I have to still post it to... LinkedIn, but I posted it to Twitter, you know, it's like, it's all there right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And I was going to ask you, aside from HubSpot, is there a social media management tool that you like to use? Um, So I use that like TweetDeck a lot and also Hootsuite, Mm -hmm. um, a fellow Vancouver company. So it's always nice to uh, support Uh your neighbors. Um, And also Twitter has some uh, some great analytics tools that they've just released uh, like in the past couple of years. So it's, it's fun to kind of dig in there a little bit and see um, see what works for you. But it's great to have, especially something um, like Hootsuite, where I can have it on my phone, my colleague can as well. You know, we have it on our computers as well, especially for something um, where you're more customer-focused and also, um, I'm going to say especially as a technical company, if something happens and, you know, knock on wood, the site goes down on the weekend, um, I want my phone to buzz, I want Carl's phone to buzz, so that we're able to kind of react to that quickly and help serve our customers mm-hmm. right away. So having a mm-hmm. tool where we're all on the same thing and it um, you can see if the other person's responded already, you're not duplicating efforts and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. We're going to continue our conversation with Casey right when we come back. Compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. 
It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit NewVisionCPAGroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You're listening to Let's Get Radical. This is Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar. And our guest today is Casey Bain, and she heads up the customer communications at Olark Live Chat. Um, we've been having a really amazing uh, conversation about marketing and digital strategies and social media management and how not to get overwhelmed as a business owner. And um, Casey, you know, we're coming to the end of the year. It's kind of crazy. But, mm-hmm. you know, what, you know, looking forward, what are some trends or strategies in online experience that's like coming down the pike for 2017 for small yeah, businesses? I think- I think one of the biggest trends um, and something that I'm really uh, embracing is really to understand the complete customer picture. So um, even in small businesses, it's easy to kind of say, okay, you know, the product does this, development does this, marketing does this, support does this. But really to kind of take a step back and look at the whole process. So what is your customer experiencing from the moment that they sign up with the product all the way through to every interaction that they have with the support team. So taking a step back and really being able to say, okay, I'm going to put together a complete communication strategy for the whole process that my customer is going through and to really be able to understand that and then also automate things where you can. There is so much data available um, about your customers, whether through OLAR, from your CRM, you know, from your, uh, you know, online shopping cart, whatever you might be using to uh, to kind of have as the core of your business um, that you can use to tell different things about about your customers. So if you don't already have a data expert on on your team, definitely recommend um, either getting one or bringing somebody in, you know, just to kind of help you get that information sorted because you are able to see, you know, what have people done in my product, where are people getting stuck, and then being able to proactively help them with those kind of things. 
So that's been a huge thing um, that I'm seeing more and more of is really being able to use your data to tell a story and just kind of get out in front of what problems your customers might be having or where they might be having trouble and being able to kind of guide them through not only the setup process, but also the, you know, engagement process and that kind of thing. I have to say another trend that has been um, coming up more and more in debt is definitely video. And uh, I know as uh, a small business owner, um, if you're not a video expert, it can be a bit intimidating. But even just videos that, you know, you film on your MacBook camera and uh, edit on the default software that comes with your computer, uh, putting a face to a name, whether through, you know, videos that you're posting on YouTube or Instagram um, or, you know, even having yourself uh, on your webinars really makes a big difference. Um, people love to do business with people, so finding new ways to be able to communicate with them and really just show that you know, show that you're an actual person, um, as silly as it seems, but it is such a, such a difference, and not a lot of people are doing that. So definitely, a lot of video uh, coming down the pipe in uh, 2007. I love that. <laughs> I love that quote. Thank you, because people love doing business with people. Because Jody, you say that all the time. It's I know really I say it every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I actually from this last segment, you were saying that social media is a great way to sort of engage your customers for feedback, and you know, um, obviously that can be in a at a public forum, so that can be kind of scary for business owners. Although it it might also be very rewarding. What are some other ways that um, business owners can get direct feedback from their customers? I mean, obviously you can call them on the phone, but like, are there other ways to engage them? Yeah, so this is something that we do a lot of um, at Olark. Um, So we have some customers that uh, are, you know, frequent beta testers for us. So uh, we set up a a private LinkedIn group where we're able to introduce, you know, features that we're working on or things that we're thinking of doing and kind of have that community communicate with each other, but in a forum that's not necessarily public. So definitely recommend that. I know a lot of um, other companies, TripIt does something similar, um, and that's a great way to kind of engage with your customers and build a kind of private community where you can get that kind of feedback. Also, you know, you want to, uh, instead of, you know, emailing all of your customers and saying, okay, who wants to give me feedback on this new thing, um, kind of developing targeted lists and really Mm -hmm. figuring out, okay, who is the exact customer that we built this feature for? So ideally, yes, you built it for all of your customers, but um, who does this feature or this product work best for? And then figure out in your customer base or even in the industry, who are those exact customers who are willing to help you? So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's amazing. People want to help make the products that they use better. Um, and then, of course, always you know send them a little thank you, which is always nice to do. Um, everyone is super busy, so... Um, we always appreciate people who, you know, spend half an hour or an hour of their time letting right. us know what they think and how we can make things better for them, which is really the point. Right. This Well, Casey, this has been absolutely amazing. I feel like I've learned a lot about customer communications and the live chat boxes and what goes on behind the scenes in them. And so how can people get in touch with you and Olark if they were interested in learning more? Yeah, so you can definitely send me an email. I'm Casey at Olark.com and uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, everywhere um, at Casey Bain. Awesome. And so everybody, you know, you can get in touch with us on Facebook. We are Let's Get Radical. And you can email us at Liz at letsgetradical.org. Both of us are on Twitter 
at Jody Paid Our CPA and at Liz Stacy Gold. Um, you can listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher and write a have, review. Write a review. We have tons of archives, um, which you can find on our, our site, on the Voice America site. And I don't, you know, we're always looking for amazing business owners that want to share their story and their lessons learned and, you know, don't mind being in the hot seat with, with us and, and uh, let us dip into their financial underwear drawer. And I don't know, Jody, what else, what else can we tell our people? Well, I think it's really exciting that we're going to be here for the whole next year. I know it's pretty incredible. We, you know, we have some plans. We're rolling up our sleeves. We're getting ready. Um, yeah, it's a kind of amazing. Another whole year. Let's get Yeah, and next week, um, we're going to have a special guest, um, kind of building on the Thanksgiving theme. So we're going to talk to a couple nonprofits, uh, coming up because I think people forget, but nonprofits are actually small businesses. So we're going to dip into a new, a new arena for us. So it's going to be cool. We're going to talk to some, um, small business nonprofits. All right. That sounds so fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I mean, check us out on Facebook, like us, drop us an email that you're listening. We love getting your emails and we will see you next week. Thanks, Casey. Thank you. so much for tuning in to let's get radical please join liz gold and jody paydar again next tuesday morning at 8 a.m pacific time 11 a.m eastern time on the voice america business channel this week it's time for you to get radical Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.